Love your dogs or cats, want to find out why they behave the way they do, have issues with them, do they have issues with you, they're jumping, they're humping, they're digging, your cat is scratching Peter on your bed, your dog is humping everything in sight, you take her for a nice walk after dinner, it's beautiful till he sees another dog and all of a sudden your Benji turns into Cujo, that's what this show is all about, helping you resolve any issues you may be having with your pets and vice versa. My name's Warren Eckstein, we've been talking to you guys for over 42 years now closer to 43 just a reminder if you're new to the pet show uh everyone that calls in and gets to talk to me live will get a fabulous gift for their dog or cat thanks to my amazing sponsors many have been with me for 30 years i got lots of great stuff to give away some of it worth as much as 50 bucks so if you have a question or a comment about your dog or cat just want to brag about a dog or cat you rescued uh, or the question of the day is do you adjust your life to accommodate your dog for example do you maybe leave a party early or or cancel a date or, or or not do something just because you want to be with your pet? You don't want to leave them by themselves. You do a staycation. Give me a call. Let me know. Everyone that calls in gets to talk to me live. We'll get a fabulous gift for their dog or a cat. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. Plenty of time for your calls. As I said, lots of great things to uh, to give away as well. And how many, come on, I'm just looking to get your response. How many people out there have adjusted? their lifestyle or, or their day or their week or their vacation uh, because of their dog or cat. I'd love to hear from you. Give me a call. Let me know. The phone number 877-725-8255. Uh, still coming up on today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about this because so many of my listeners, and bless you guys for doing it, have adopted dogs and cats from shelters and rescues. Um, and sometimes they might be a little fearful. They might be a little anxious. We're going to talk about that coming up a little bit. There's basically two things that you can do to help resolve those issues. I'll get into those in a little bit. But before we get to the phone lines here, listen to this. As a pet guardian, the thought of losing your dog or cat is absolutely heart-wrenching. But what? Just listen. What if the technology could help locate lost pets faster than ever before. Well, that's exactly what's happening. They are now using, and I am so glad to hear this, I don't think there's anywhere I live there, maybe, if anyone's using it near you or you know about it, let me know. What they're using now is they're using drones with heat-seeking technology, drones with heat-seeking technology to find lost dogs and lost cats, and it seems to be working well. There was a group in, I believe it was Rhode Island, if it wasn't for the drone finding their thermal signature, the ground team of 12 individuals probably never would have found those pets. I think it's a great idea if we can use it, forget the war, let's use the, the drones to find lost dogs and lost cats, and I guess lost people and lost kids as well. Great idea. Hopefully, that can resolve a lot of uh, a lot of problems out there. All right, let me get right back to the phone lines here. We're going to start out with D. I'm going to go right to John. Hey, D. Welcome to the pet show. Thank you for taking 
Thank you for my, taking my call. Oh, D, it's my pleasure. I love, I you know, I love Kingman, Arizona, so I'll take any call from Kingman, Arizona. What's up? <laughs> well, I have eight cats. Two are domestic I had for four years. But there was a family that had ferals at my workplace, so I took them in. The mother, the father were spayed and neutered. And then I have the four children. I have had them for 10 months, and they're all indoor cats. Great. Uh, no problems, except that they dart away from me still whenever I come near. I've never been able to pet any of the ferals. And what can I do to let them know that I mean them no harm, that I love them and care for them? How are, how are their appetites? How are their appetites? Fine. Excellent. I feed what- them. What I would do is I would take an article of your clothing that's not washed and put it underneath their mm-hmm. food dish. Let them associate a strong scent with you with their food, something very positive. So just take like a T-shirt or a sock, whatever, and put it under their food dish so your strong scent is there. That's number one. Number two okay. is because they haven't been exposed to people the way a lot of cats were or kittens were young. One of the things I'm going to recommend that you do is go into a room with them. Don't say a word. Just if you, if possible, lie in a prone position on the floor and just don't say a word. Let them do what they want. After five minutes, get up, walk away. That's enough for that day. The next day, if you can do it again, great. If you can do it a little bit longer, the third day, what we're trying to do is let the cats finally realize that even when they're with you, there's no motion necessarily involved on your part. They can get comfortable that way. Their confidence will get built up that way with the scent under their food dish. If you put all those pieces together the next time you call me D it's gonna be Warren I can't get these cats away from me I had so many feral cats at one time and it's exactly what I had to do it's not gonna happen overnight they're not all gonna react the same way some will be a little bit easier than others but if you follow through on that advice eventually little by little don't rush it little by little they will come around and they will love you even more D I promise I've tried the slow eye blink advocated by Jackson Galaxy I don't know if they understand that or not. Uh, for, I don't know. I don't know who he is, but the bottom line is the, the slow eye blink is for other cats. It's not for you. Oh, <laughs> doesn't that make sense? Listen, if I want to tell my dog to something, I don't go rough, 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 rough. I tell them what I want. So the same thing with the cat. There's a lot of people out there. I don't know who this guy, I mean, I know who he is, but the bottom line is a lot of advice out there. Some of it's good. Some of it not so good, but just think about it from common sense. Why? Why would the cat accept your blinking? It's something cats do to other cats. It would be like us shaking hands with another person. Cats don't shake hands with each other. It's something people do. So what I would do uh, is it's always good to watch the slow blink when they're working with each other. But in terms of the human, the slow blink, if the cat slow blinks at you, that's a sign of accepting. But slow blinking back at him may, be, uh, may cause more of a problem than it's going to resolve. Thank you. D, don't go anywhere. Can I send you a copy of my book, D? Oh, absolutely. On it's on it's called How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want. It's been a bestseller for years. Now, the important thing about my book and the important thing about what I do that makes it different, it's not just do this to stop this, do that to stop this. In my book, because I've trained so many and been doing it for so many years, uh, when I was in Europe studying as well, what it does is it teaches you how to build up your cat's confidence, how to build up your cat's self-image. These are all important things. Everyone focus on get the cat to do this or get the cat to do that. If you take the time to build up their confidence, 
to build up their image. You have a relationship that's based on harmony versus based on conflict. So I'm going to put you on hold. A copy of How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want is on its way to you. And I really, really do appreciate that phone call. 877-725-8255. That is the phone number. 877-725-8255. John, I know you've been holding off a long time. I'm going to get to you in a couple of minutes. I promise you'll be my next call, but I don't want to rush you. Let me take a break and come back to you so I can spend plenty of time with you. We got uh, we got Rod in Minnesota. Uh, we'll get to all your calls. The phone number, 877-725-8255. I'm surprised that, uh, that more people aren't responding to the question of the day. Maybe it's just me, but I know, for example, if I'm out somewhere... And I want to, you know, and my dogs are home. Uh, I will always, <laughs> always adjust to accommodate. Well, you know, they've been alone for a long time. I want to get home to them. Do you accommodate? Uh, do you adjust your life to accommodate to your pets? Maybe not go out on a date. Maybe not stay at dinner a little bit longer. Maybe not go on a longer vacation. Come on. Am I the only one? I know I'm not. Give me a call. Let me know. 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. is the way uh, to get through to the pet show. As I said, plenty of time for calls. Lots of great stuff to give away. But before we take a break, Need some money? Want to earn a couple of bucks? Sell your dog's poop. I'm not making this up. In San Francisco, East Bay, just in Oakland, East Bay dog and cat owners might be able to turn their pets' rear ends into mini ATM machines thanks to a local biotech company who's calling for fresh fecal deposits. Animal Biome in Oakland is asking people to contribute, are you ready for this? To contribute to Healthy Pet Poop to its Stool Bank program. I didn't make that up. I'm not that creative. Stool Bank program. And it's willing to pay 100 bucks per month for every dog that is enrolled. And I would be a millionaire. The six-year-old company says, and it's kind of a legitimate thing, they say that they carefully screen the feces of other animals and it helps support ailing cats and dogs suffering from other related issues. So it's kind of interesting, but a hundred bucks for your dog poop every single month. Hmm. A whole new career for Warren. 877-725-8250. Have a quick break. John, you'll be up first, I promise. We're going to go to Rod in Minnesota. We got uh, Bob calling from the great state of Delaware. We'll get to all your calls after this. Uh, 877-725-8255, the phone number. I always wanted a way to make money with dog poop. Maybe this is the way to do it. All right, listen. If you are owned by a cat, you heard me. If you are owned by a cat, listen carefully. You know by now, I don't have to tell you that your cats call the shots. They are in charge. They will tell you when they want to sleep. They will tell you when they want to socialize. They will tell you when they want to play. And yes, they will tell you when they want to eat. They know exactly what they want. Kitty Lickies. Kitty Lickies by Lucy Pet are scrumptious, lickable moose cat treats and food toppers. Your cats will enjoy Kitty Lickies either directly from the pouch or you can squeeze it over dry food for an extra treat. But here's the kicker. A lot of people out there call me and say, Warren, you know, my cat's kind of finicky. He doesn't eat all the time. I'm kind of concerned. If you take the kitty lickies and put it on top of your finicky cat's food, watch him chow it right down. And by the way, kitty lickies, lickable moose cat treat comes in three feline favorite recipes. There's chicken and duck, sardine and tuna, and salmon and chicken, by the way. I don't want you just to hear from me. I want you to hear from a cat guardian what they have to say once they started using kitty lickies with their feline buddies. Also, I want to tell you that Kitty Lickies saved my life with my cat. She uh, has always had raw food, which I have to finger feed her. 
because she has a lot of intestinal problems. The kitty lickies have changed her loving her food now. So I want to thank you. That's what I hear all the time. Kitty Lickies made by Lucy Pet. What an incredible product it is. Your cats will love them. And here's the deal. If you go directly to Lucy's website, LucyPetProducts.com. That's LucyPetProducts.com. If you purchase just $35 of their wet dog food or dry dog food, their wet cat food, their their dry cat food, their kitty lickies like I just talked about, or, or their dog food rolls, spend just $35 at Lucy's website, and shipping is absolutely free. So check out LucyPetProducts.com. That's LucyPetProducts.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. He certainly was. We are back on The Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Let me get right to my friend John calling from Island City, Florida. Hey, John, you get the, the weirdest call of the day. How can I help you? Yeah, I have a, a year-and-a-half-old and puppy. And when I come in in the afternoon, his name's Huey. I named him after my helicopter in Vietnam. When I come in the afternoon, where, hey, hey John, down. where did you, John, where did you serve in Vietnam? Been long, Camtos, Sadek, Thank you. I spent a little time at Cameron Bay, Da Nang, and Tonsonut, brother. So thank you for all your service. Thank you. Anyhow, when I come in the afternoon. To lay down for a nap, he follows me down the hall and, and touches my toes with my nose. He doesn't smell them. He doesn't bite them. He just touches them. When I lay down, he gets up to bed for the afternoon nap. Why is he touching my toes? Is he sleeping by your toes as well? No, he sleeps, sleeps by my hip. By your hip. But, you know, a couple of things about the feet. No matter how many times a day you bathe, John, our feet yeah. have our our feet and our heads are our strongest sense. So it's very common for a dog before they go to the hip and go to sleep, they want to get that comfort zone. And this the scent of the the just smelling your feet or or just looking at your feet or even touching your feet is a comfort zone for him. It goes back to ancient instinct. In the wild, you know, wolves sleep on top of each other, on top of their feet, on top of their heads. It sounds to me like the reason he's doing that, it's a comfort feeling for him. He gets to to nudge your foot and goes to sleep. I don't think it's anything to worry about. It's, it's not really abnormal behavior it's very normal dogs reactions to feet are very normal let me tell you a quick story though and this is not your case many years ago I was working with a very very affluent woman on Fifth Avenue in New York City before I, I left for the West Coast and her dog would only chew her white her, her right shoe would never bother any left shoes would only chew her right shoes now I've been doing this for a couple of days and I'm trying to figure out why would the dog only chew the right shoes and never go after the left shoes and I pondered this for a weeks and weeks and weeks as I tried to figure out a way to resolve it no matter what I did the dog would only go to the right shoe finally I said you know why don't you go to a doctor just just help me here why don't you go to a doctor and have him look at your foot it turns out that she had cancer in that foot and the dog was able to detect that and would only go after the right foot. So it was the dog's, the dog fact that the dog was chewing on the right foot that she was diagnosed and uh, they resolved it and were able to uh, get rid of the cancer. So a dog smelling your feet or touching your feet just before they go to sleep, it's a confidence builder, makes them relax, nothing to worry about. As long as you're not chewing your toes, you're okay, John. 
Okay. Is this Thank the first doc? Is this the first dachshund you've had? Oh no. Because I was uh, people oh, don't no. understand dachshunds. Dachshunds are very tough dogs. They were used as as badger hunters when I was in Europe. And, and the thing to remember about them, John, is that uh, it's like owning a a big dog dressed in a little suit. <laughs> mm. They are pretty amazing. Oh. Anyway, listen, John. John, don't go in. I'm going to put you on hold, John. I want to send you something. Let's send John some. Dachshund. You know what, John? I'm going to send you something called Orthrosuit Gold. It's really good for the, the bones and the joints, especially with the Dachshund and those long backs. Really beneficial. It's made by my friends at Nature Vet on its way to you, and I do appreciate that phone call. So lots of things. You know, it's interesting that very often people say to me, Warren, why did my, does my cat only pee where my head is? Or why does my dog only pee where my feet is on the bed? And, and it's, it's very difficult for me as a professional to explain to someone, well, the dog's peeing by your head because he loves you. But that's really why. When you leave the house, they will mark their territory very often as a way of you finding your way back home. Not too common nowadays with most dogs, but years ago, I would hit this an awful lot when we were dealing with so many dogs being left by themselves. We take a break. When we come back, we have, let's see, we have Ron in uh, Minnesota. We have uh, Holly in beautiful Prescott Valley, uh, Arizona. We got Kim in Crown Point, Indiana. We'll get to all your calls. The phone number, 877-725-8255. I'm Warren Eckstein. You're listening to The Pet Shop. Let him back in. We are back on the pet show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Phones are jamming. We'll get to as many calls. We got, uh, uh, let's see, we're covering the country. We got Minnesota, Arizona, Oklahoma, Illinois, and Indiana. Who's been holding on the longest? Hey, let's go to my friend Rod in uh, Beale, Minnesota. Hey, Rod, welcome to the show. Hello. How you doing, Hello. Rod? Yeah, hi. I'm uh, I'm having a little dog. Uh, he's Shih Tzu and part Lhasa Apsu, and having a problem with him rubbing his ears on the carpet and all over, and the vet said he's al- allergic to some food that he's eating, probably. But he did give us medicine drops to put in his ear. And uh, we've tried pro-plan uh, uh, chicken and sticking with that and nothing else. And he's still rubbing his ears, and we still... Well, you know, you're de- listen, you're, you're definitely not going to want to miss my show next week, but let me explain a couple of things to you, okay? First of all, you went to the vet. The vet says it's allergies, but the vet's not telling you what he's allergic to. He's saying right. it may be food, but it may not be food. Maybe it's something else. We don't know. The vet didn't do an allergy test, did he? Um, no. So we don't know what it is. Usually when a dog has an allergy that's to food, they're going to change the food a little bit at a time and start taking stuff out and adding it back in to see what the dog's reacting to. So right off the bat, I may go a little bit further with investigating the ear. However, there is a product that may be beneficial to you, and I'll send you some before we hang up. It's actually 
a, a, an allergy aid soft chew. It's made by my friends at NatureVet uh, in Temecula, California, an incredible company. And I'll send you some before we hang up. So I'm not sure, though. You may want to go further with the allergy. Just to say that it's a food allergy is one thing, but I think the vet should have probably delved further and said, this is how we're going to find out what he's allergic to. Once we find out, then we can make the changes. So that's number one. I'll send you some of that for the allergy, but I would ask your vet if an allergy test may be necessary at this point. That's number one. I know you had some obedience questions as well. Well, we're trying to train him to come. I've tried uh, with little treats to get him to come to me, and he's all right when he's close to me, like in the house or right around me in the yard, but if the gate is open or something, he'll take off and run around the neighborhood. And yeah, home. so here's here's this thing, Rod. Every time you make him come to you, when he comes to you, that's great. But the last time is the time he remembers. So if you do it nine times right and he bolts out the gate the tenth time, that's the time he's going to remember. So you really need to work on it. There's something we call... Uh, in, in horse, it's called a horse training. It's called a lunge line or a light line. If the dog is only coming from a short distance, you can start out with the six foot leash. But then what I would do is maybe get a, a long, thin piece of rope that may be 10 feet and then one 12 feet and work them from long distances. Also remember that every dog pretty much comes when they're sitting down. It's when they're running that you can't get them to come back. So it's important to teach the dog to come from motion. Sometimes the best way to do that is when you're walking your dog on a leash to all of a sudden start walking back and reel in the leash so the dog learns he has to come even though you're walking in a different directions. Getting a dog to come is easy. The problem is, and I hope you're not doing it, is a lot of people will call their dog to say, bad dog, what did you do, fooey, get over here. The only time you call your dog and the only time you should really use your dog's name is with positive. That's number one. But in terms of getting the dog to come, your problem is not getting the dog to come. Your problem is getting the dog to come from motion when he's running in an opposite direction. That's where that light line or that lunge line really comes into play. No yelling, no screaming. And when he does come back, I know you're upset. I know you get stressed out. Even praise him. I know you're upset, but praise him anyway to make sure he realizes when he comes back, it's always going to be a positive. So that's what I would do right now. It's important that every time you call him, you make sure he comes, even if it takes you a half hour. Once he realizes that you're going to do that, he'll be coming a lot more consistently. I'm a little concerned about the allergy. I, I know you have probably a great vet, and he, he's telling you it may be a food allergy, and I, I don't know if he's checking the foods properly. Maybe he is. I don't know, but he would check the foods. But in the meantime, let me do this, Rod. Um, I'm trying to think. Of what, you know, I'm going to put you on hold, Rod. I'm going to send you some soft chew allergy aids. By the way, Peter, this may be something I don't give away that often. So it's called soft chew allergy aids made by nature vets soft chew allergy aids you know one of the biggest things and i've done whole segments on getting a dog to come when called is people will often use the dog's name and say rover what did you do get over here no you can't do that if you really want to teach the dog to come properly and i'm not just saying this go to my youtube channel youtube.com slash war next time it's free subscribe it's free i just did an entire thing on teaching your dog to come from a short leash, from a long leash, and off leash. So check that out at YouTube. I think that would be really, really beneficial for you. Uh, let's go to Kim in Indiana. Hey, Kim, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for taking my call. How's everything? You know, I have a lot of family in Evansville. Oh, okay. Down south by the Kentucky border, I guess, right? Yes, it's nice down there. It is pretty. Anyway, what can I do to help you out today? So I just uh, rehomed a seven-month-old lab. She's not. Bless sick, you for doing and, that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you again. 
Well, I wanted to do dogs. I, my dog got put down in November, and um, I'm sorry. So anyway, it was, and and I had a lab before. I just really liked them. And this one was in the cage all the time. The kids were at school. They didn't have time for it. And she's just uh, the best dog ever. But she's not fixed. And you mean I she got rid of the dog? She got rid of the dog and kept the kids? What's wrong with that person? <laughs> I don't get I it. <laughs> so what? what is the best time? Is it after her first heat cycle or can I do it now? She's about 45 pounds. And like I said, she's seven months old, about seven and a half months old now. You know, you know, Kim, some, you know, it depends on the vets. Some vets are doing real early spay and neuter. Then there's been some controversy about that. Some vets say, you know, wait till after she has a her first season. Other vets don't agree with that. Um, my personal opinion right now is that as long as she's healthy at seven months old, I would probably say now's the time to do it. Okay, I would rather do it now, but I just wasn't sure what. Yeah, I know. Okay. I follow your vet's advice, but seven months old is, you know, a great age to have it done. And you're doing it. Well, I don't have to tell you. You Obviously, you love animals. You're doing the right thing. And what's your lab's name? Dereci. You know, I just, what, what happened to Duke, Duchess, Queenie, and Blackie? What happened to the normal <laughs> names? I grew up, but everyone has, I, I remember years ago, I was training a dog for a very, very well-known, uh, he was a, a district attorney in New York when, when they had good ones there. I'm not getting political here, but anyway, the problem is that the dog's name was, was Mr. Tibbs. That's what they called the dog. So when I got there to train the dog, I just assumed I can call the dog Tibbs, right? Hey, Tibbs, let's, and they got angry with me. No, Warren. His name is Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> oh, gosh. Heaven forbid I just said Tibbs. Anyway, yeah, this is a great time to do it. Seven-month-old dog. I want to keep him as healthy, as happy. I'm going to make him as healthiest dog you've ever had. Kim, I'm going to put you on hold because you are going to get a jar of the most expensive thing I give away, my own hugs and kisses, vitamin, mineral, supplement treats on its way to you. Uh, I'm going to have to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to try to get the Holly in Prescott Valley. Uh, we got Mesa. I love Oklahoma. I did my Route 66 on my Holly, and I never wanted to leave Oklahoma. So we got Oklahoma as well. Uh, and, and Gene also. Macy, for some reason, if I don't get to your call, I know you're calling about uh, that your dog is, is, is fearful of, of storms and hides in small places in the house. On my website, thepetshow.com, uh, there's a whole article I put together on noise phobias. I'll try to get to your call, but there's a, if you go to the website, thepetshow.com, or you go to the YouTube page, and it's all free, uh, there's some great articles there if I don't get to your call as well. The phone number here, 877-725-8255. Quick break, and then right back to your phone calls. Listen, you just... Right? Why do I give hugs and kisses away? This is my own product. And I developed it well over 30 years ago. And I made sure that hugs and kisses was probably the most important thing that you can give your pet. Listen to me carefully, especially this time of year, especially this year. The season isn't just changing this year. It is exploding with all the rain and the storms that we've had. It's exploding. It's the most ferocious flea season I've ever seen. Along with fleas, though, another seasonal challenge for our dogs and cats is shedding. If you want to get the jump on fleas and shedding, you should be using my Hugs and Kisses 4-in-1 supplement. It's actually formulated with both prebiotics and probiotics to make sure your dogs and cats have a healthy digestive system and a really healthy gut. Hugs and Kisses, by the way, is a natural approach. You want to tackle fleas and excessive shedding in both dogs and cats. It has 
both lecithin and biotine. Nothing works better to help prevent excessive shedding, dry skin, dander, and hairballs. For just pennies a day, My Hugs and Kisses promotes shedding and dander control, relief of skin problems, and much shinier coats in pets of all ages. And fleas are much less likely to attack a pet with healthy skin and coat. Why? Fleas live on blood. If a dog or cat has dry skin, it's easy to burrow in and get to it. If a dog and cat has healthy skin, moist skin, it's less apt. They may just jump right off. But don't take my word alone. Go to Amazon.com. Read all of the five-star testimonials about my hugs and kisses at Amazon.com. If you prefer, go to Walmart.com. Read the five-star testimonials at Walmart.com or go directly to my website, ThePetShow.com. You know, with all the extreme weather we've seen this spring and summer, it's going to mean flea infestations like never before seen everywhere. Help your pet enjoy a flea-free, shedless spring and summer of fun. Now, the Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats, those are my own, and my name and signature is on every single label, so my reputation is on the line. The Hugs and Kisses are now available at Amazon.com. They're also available at Walmart.com. You can go directly to my website, thepetshow.com. But what happened to those 800 numbers? You want to call me? Call my office. You want to order on the phone? You want questions? Do it. This is my office phone number, 1-800-430-4847. If we're not there, we'll get back to you. Write this number down, 1-800-430, in the word hugs, H-U-G-S. I promise you, your dogs and your cats will look and feel their best with my Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats given every single day. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. And we are back on the pet show. I'm Warren X time. Uh, let me get right back to the phone, see if we can get a few more calls in here today. Um, let's go to, uh, by the way, if you're not following my Facebook page, check it out facebook.com uh, slash Warren Pet Talk. Facebook.com slash Warren Pet Talk. Uh, let me go to, who's up first here? Let's go to, you know what? Let's go to Macy in Oklahoma. Hey, Macy, welcome to the show. Hi. I understand you have a dog that hates storms and hides in small places. What type of dog do you yes. have, Macy? Um, we rescued her, but our best guess is an Australian Shepherd and Catahoula mix. That's quite a that's quite a combination. I'm surprised the dog didn't call me and ask me questions about you. That's how smart those two are. <laughs> but let me go over a couple of things. First of all, not only do dogs hear the scent of a storm, they actually feel the storm. They can feel the changes in barometric pressure. What I'm going to recommend you do is number one, get the dog used to the sound of a storm. You can go online now and you can actually download many different sounds. You can download the sound of a thunderstorm. I recommend you do that. What you do at night when it's really quiet in the house and you're sitting around watching reruns of Seinfeld or whatever you're watching, just sit there, put the computer on, turn the volume on the sound of a storm, barely audible, where the dog is not reacting to it at all. That's enough for that day. Same thing the next day. After a couple of days of that, turn up the volume a little bit. Make it a very positive experience. Little by little, the dog will become desensitized. What happens is what we call counter conditioning. If the dog is afraid of something, if we take what he's afraid of and now turn it into a positive, we can resolve the issue. So very often I'm dealing with noise phobias. I'm going to do a whole segment before the 4th of July on noise as well. But in terms of the storm, you can download the sounds of a storm, play it at a low volume, increase it gradually a little bit at a time over a period of a month or so, 
and that will help you desensitize the dog to the sound. There are other things you can use. You know, you have the thunder shirts and, and other items that are out there, but at least we want to resolve the issue. If we want to resolve it, we need to confront it, and a way to confront it is getting the dog adjusted to the sound. Does that make sense to you? Yes, thank you so much. Oh, that's okay. And uh, what's your dog's name, Macy? Abby. And where did you rescue her from? Oklahoma Central. Oh, so it was, it was a, a rescue. Well, thank you guys for doing that. Really, how old are you, Macy? You sound really young. I'm 18. 18 sound like you're 12 years old. I sound like I'm 100. Anyway, <laughs> listen, listen. You know, the, the problem is if you go off to school like I did, you're going to miss your dog like crazy. But anyway, follow my advice. I'm going to put you on hold. I am going to send you guys for your, you know what I'm going to send you for your guys? I'm going to send you some Lucy Pet Food on its way to you. Uh, I really do appreciate that phone call. Chances of me getting to you, Holly and Jean, maybe a little slim. If I don't, I apologize ahead of time. Uh, just remember, you can always check out the information on the website. Uh, we'll get to you. Let me take a quick break right now. We'll try to get uh, We'll try to get to you, Holly. We'll try to get to you, Jean. If not, don't get angry with me. It's just a matter of the clock. Uh, speaking about Lucy Pefford, you just heard me send some more. And by the way, next week, I will be broadcasting the entire show from Lucy Pet's headquarters. They have their own amazing laboratory. One of the few places to have it. So next week, I'm going to tell you everything you need to know about pet food. I'll be broadcasting directly from their manufacturing plant, their laboratory. We'll be talking to their CEO. I want you to really listen to that show. I may not take as many calls as I normally do, but it's really important that everyone really understands some of the things going on in the, uh, uh, the dog food world. And it's not always what you, uh, what you want to believe it is. There's a lot of bad things going on. We'll talk about that next week. But right now, speaking of Lucy Pet Food, the food I feed my own pets, the food you should be feeding your pets, Lucy Pet Food, uh, they have their own plant. A lot of pet foods, a lot of dog and cat foods are manufactured in big plants where they make several different kinds, not Lucy Pet Food. They have their own, and as I said, they even have their own laboratory. It's the food I've been feeding Molly and Willie since the day I rescued them. A day doesn't go by where I hear from listeners telling me about it. Here's a listener talking about Lucy Pet Food. I've been feeding Lucy Pet Food, Yeah, and I ran out, and I've fed Brand X. I put it in the bowl, dog comes over, takes one sniff, couple sniffs, looks at me like I'm Benedict Arnold. Well, there you go. <laughs> see, and that's why she, see, that's why she's barking. You ran out of Lucy Pet Food, that's why there she's barking. There you bark- go, there you go. <laughs> You know, when you think about your dog or cat food, you have no idea who's making it. You made some big company. Well, not here. We're going to talk next week to the CEO, my good friend Joey Herrick. By the way, if you go to their website, LucyPetProducts.com, LucyPetProducts.com, you could pick up the Kitty Lickies, the Lucy Dry Canned Food, and Dry Food and Canned Food for your dog, Dry Food and Canned Food for your cat, their dog food rolls, everything on their site. Spend just $35 on their website. Shipping is free. Check out LucyPetProducts.com today. That's Lucy Pet Products. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. We are out of time. Check out the uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Until next week, you know what to do. Give all your pets a big hug and a kiss for you, a special one between the ears for me. I'm Warren Eckstein. And thank you. Thank you for listening to The Pet Show.